Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hi, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full episodes are released every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit, which is audio taken from one of the live videos on my social channels. This one is from the Instagram lives that I do every Friday with ex-GB athlete, fellow coach, and my friend, Joe Wilkinson. To follow us both on Instagram, just search for Running with Jake and Running Joe 10K. Let's get into it. You ready? You ready to rock? Yeah, I am. We've missed these. We've missed these, haven't we, Joe? I know, I know. My Fridays are sort of... Uh, last week, yeah. I was kind of around the house and, and the kids kind of ran in and said, aren't you supposed to be on Instagram? <laughs> I love it. No, calm I love down. It. It's fine. Um, yeah, normally they're like, oh, God, Mum, will you stop going on Instagram? You're so embarrassing. So embarrassing. Anyway. Instamum, you're, you're an awesome I don't, awesome I don't know, do not say that. That's terrible. That makes me feel like about 58, of which I'm well, not, by the way. <laughs> let's not start things off on the wrong foot. I don't want to offend you. I don't want you to offend yourself. We're here, we're live. We're going to talk all things running goals for 2022. A little bit cliche with the New Year's resolutions and goals. But look, we all need goals. We need things to work towards. Do you know how I'm going to kick things off, Joe? You probably have an idea. Be asking me what my goals are. Joe, <laughs> I was just wondering on my walk back from the gym, what are your running goals for 2022? Go for it. Whoa, funny you should ask that, Jake. Um, you know, I think the best goal is one that you um, just spontaneously alight upon and seize without really thinking it through and preferably even better, sign somebody else up without even asking them and then present it to them on Christmas Day as a gift. <laughs> Which just is good, because that just sums up how I set my 2022 goals. <laughs> it's sounding pretty wild. Give me the details. I'm interested. What's going on? What have you roped somebody into? My husband, poor man, this was his Christmas present from me. I mean, I've signed him up for a free t-shirt as well, with it, when he finishes. So it's not all bad. Um, yeah, race to the tower. I mean, it is only a double marathon, 52.4 miles along the Cotswolds Way, which, as we know, because we now live on the side of one of the hills on the course, um, it's really, really hard and full of really steep hills. It's going to be marvellous. I mean, the fact he's only actually run one marathon, and to be honest, now I look back, I also signed him up for that one without telling him as well. <laughs> it's completely beside the point. <laughs> Meanwhile, oh he's, in, he's in shock, and I'm like, yeah! This is amazing. God, isn't it? Feels everything that's great about a goal, and we can talk more about why. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. But it's really interesting, isn't it? Because straight away, as soon as you mentioned that, I'm like, it's funny how things change. We haven't had the chance to catch up properly much. I mean, we're normally sending each other messages, but since the turn of the new year, obviously, like many people, very busy with coaching people and working and training, setting our own goals and stuff. But obviously, since you moved, I can't help but notice, as I'm sure people tuning into this live will have also noticed, <laughs> there's a lot of talk of elevation, Joe. I'm sensing you're quite liking the outdoors, the off-road. Oh. Well, it's another with, little data help? point. Did that, did <laughs> that, that help? Yeah, you know what I mean? With, with, with this goal, is that, did that kind of encourage you to set that goal or did you already have it in your mind as a Christmas present stuff? Well, I, I can track back the slow descent into the person descent you see to get it elevation oh never mind um <laughs> it's a tough crowd <laughs> um i can track the descent into this goal so you know last summer my very good friend uh daisy um well in fact this time last year convinced me to sign up for a 24-hour race and i thought oh why not 
January. Go off, I'll do it. Um, and then absolutely loved it. And then I have another runner I coach, Kirsty, who's always going off on these mad runs with her husband. She won't mind me saying them mad runs, but they are, you know, they just go off and she does these crazy ultras. And I thought, oh, that sounds like fun. And I think just to just to bring it back on topic a little bit, um, you know, I often we set goals in terms of things we haven't done before or times or things like that. And without meaning to sound like I've been it done there and, and got a T-shirt, um, you know, for me, I've run a lot of marathons and they are only getting slower. So therefore, suddenly, you know, this idea of doing something that was completely different. So, you know, presenting quite a challenge to me because it's not going to be easy, this race. Um, and something just, yeah, that, that stretches you and excites you is, is what kind of led into it. And really, we moved to a new area and it's all hills around here, which is a totally a case of I can either look at how slow my pace is running up these hills or I can completely forget about that, embrace the whole trail thing and uh, measure the elevation instead. And so that's where I've gone. Yeah, there's, there's loads <laughs> of stuff that, that, that I want to pick up on in what you said there. Things like using the word challenge, because that's obviously key. I think that's mm. fundamental when it comes to there's other fundamental things to consider when setting goals, which I'm sure we can talk about. But just the fact that you were so open there and honest, and I really appreciate that actually, Joe, and I'm sure people watching this world that, you know, like you talk about the things that you've done previously, no matter what time and what level, you know, times you ran and the level you were running at, it's still an important, meaningful goal for you and an achievement. That's the key there. And if you are, you know, not able to, you're no longer able to chase those times because that's going to happen to all of us, then it's how we shift the focus. And I know, but you, you've got to get a bit creative. Don't you think that's important yeah. goals as well? Think outside the box a little bit. And just to throw a few things out, and I'm happy to obviously talk about my goals and stuff as well, but I think... Oh, don't worry. I will ask you. I promise. <laughs> you, most people probably know. It's so boring. It doesn't change. It's still the same goal. But I think that you've got to choose something that challenges you. So we spoke with Dr. Andy Jones, the physiologist, on the Breaking 2 project, Big Pals with Elliot Kipchoge and Paula Radcliffe and all that stuff. Really, really top guy on the show this week. And we were, I was asking him, and he was quite surprised, I think, because often when people chat to him, they want to talk about you know, Kipchoge and the people that he's worked with and all that stuff and carbon shoes and gosh knows what else. I wanted to know what his goals were. What are your goals? What are you, you know, where are you with your running? And interestingly, he, he wants to break three hours and he's at the point where he thinks it's still achievable, but it's, you know, it, it's not going to be, he hasn't got another 10 years to try and achieve that. Does that make sense? So he's kind of, you know, the clock's ticking a little bit, but it's a goal that challenges him. And that is so important that you set that, I suppose, you set that target realistically, because not only is it going to challenge you, it's got to be realistic, hasn't it? Because otherwise, if there's less chance of you achieving it, then you're just going to beat yourself up. So you, you've got to kind of think, well, what is realistic? How, what's your thoughts and advice, Joe, on setting realistic goals rather than just something that challenges you? Because that is quite easy, isn't it? We can all pick a challenging goal. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I want to go 158 for the marathon. <laughs> there you go. Um, I think it has to be far enough out of your that it's going to stretch you, but not so far that you're not going to, that it's, you know, to, to, you're not going to achieve it. So, you know, it, it's, and I think sometimes people do struggle with, well, what does that actually mean in practice? Um, and, you know, I'm not going to put an actual number on it, apart from I'm going to put a number on it and say, you know, for a marathon, don't suddenly say I'm going to knock an hour off. 
Now, if you are a, a beginner, you might knock an hour off. But for most of us, we're not going to knock an hour off. In fact, for most of us, we may struggle. You know, it may be quite challenging to knock 10 minutes off or five minutes off even. So I think you've got to, it's got to be something that is, like I say, beyond what you can do now, but not so far beyond it that you're not going to achieve it. Because I think the other thing about re- realistic is time scale. So big plug out for your podcast with, with Andy Jones, because he's a great character. But yeah, you've got to, you know, Andy said thing, I've got to do it within a certain amount of time. It's no good saying, well, you might want to say I've got to do it within 10 years, but I would say that's more of a, a long-term goal and an aspiration than what we're talking about, which is probably a goal that you can achieve within six to 12 months. I think that's the kind of goals that we're talking about. So can I make that progress in this time scale? And obviously that realistic side of it will depend, won't it, on what is the time scale that I've got. So I believe, and I might be wrong, that your next goal is another marathon. Um, shock. What a shock. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like when people ask me, my te- what's your 10K time? Or the classic one is 10 mile. I have to really think. I'm like, I don't even think. I, I actually don't know if I've even done a 10 mile race. I think I might have done a 10 mile race in Derby a few years ago. But it was just like as a training run, I think. Like, because it's not that important to me. Yes, of course, certain mm. races lead up to the marathon. So it's nice to do things like half marathons. It's a good measure of where am I? What work do I need to do? Gives you confidence, race practice and things. But it, it doesn't fire me up. I mean, I think overall, my half marathon PB, that performance is probably my best overall performance, like taking into account all race distances. But it's the marathon that just, it just really inspires me. And I, I, I can't say for why, I probably can if I really think about it. For sure, it was the first ever race I did. And it's that that got me into running. So that means it's quite special for me as well. So definitely the marathon. But just picking up on what you said about the timing of goals, which I think is key. And, and obviously, the, the title of this chat today is 2022 so that's what we're talking about goals for this year so like you said six months to 12 months you know six months to 12 months this year but if you feel that a goal is not realistic but yet it's something that you really want to achieve it doesn't necessarily mean mean that you have to just put it in in the wastebasket and that's that forget it it might mean shelving it might not be for now now obviously Mm. the, the the extreme example you gave of breaking you know dropping off an hour of your shipping off an hour in a marathon is obviously extreme but you know, if you've got a target for a marathon, a half marathon, running a, a, an ultra or a 10K, whatever the goal is, you might not be able to do it right now, but you might be able to do next year or the year after. And that's, that's, that's a beautiful thing because you've got long-term goals and aspirations and you can keep your eye on it and it can help you kind of stay motivated. And just yeah. go, go on, go on, Joe, because no, you're no, I was going to Just to pick up on that, you know, so I get quite a few people come to me and say, you know, one of the big things is I like to do a Boston qualifier because we know the times to get into Boston are quite um, sharp. And, and, you know, sometimes I look at where they are and I think it's about saying, well, I'm, you can, I don't think you can do that this year, but if you're prepared to look at this at maybe three, maybe five years of training, it might, you know, it could well be something that you're going to do. So if they came to me and said, I want to do breaking two, I might say that's probably completely unrealistic, (laughs) no matter how long we had. Um, So I think, you know, that, that I, I never like to say that goal is completely unrealistic because I think often if you take a long enough view you can get there and if you're prepared to to put it there but what I think you do need to do is put those shorter term goals in um, along the way as well so it's that balance between the two but one thing I think you know I've written down here and kind of circled it about three times both you and I what we've talked about when we've mentioned our goals and then a big smile of 
broken out on both our faces is excitement and inspiration and I think that's the thing about a goal you've got to it's got to get you excited it's got to make you smile about the thought of it hasn't it you've got to have that emotional yeah connection to it otherwise it's not going to achieve part of what we want a goal to achieve a book that I have not read Joe but it is on my list of books to read which is I'm going to get the title wrong here but I think it's called How Bad Do You Want It some of you watching this may have read it and it's uh, Matt Fitzgerald is the author I believe I do have that in fact have you got that book the title tells the title tells me everything I need to know really How Bad Do You Want It you know if you ask yourself that question and you can answer that question. I think you're on your way to, to setting an accurate goal for you in terms of the work that's required to put in to that goal. Once you've established like it's realistic, it's not a walk in the park because it's something that's a challenge, as we've already said. So depending on how much of a challenge it is for you, and really what defines that is where you are at present and where you need to be and the time, that wedge of time you've got in, in the middle between it, you know, how much work do you have to put in? You've got to know how badly you want that and how willing you are to commit to the work required. Doesn't mean you bounce out the door and love every session. Joe, I know you don't. I certainly don't. I'm sure you didn't when you were a professional athlete. I'm sure you didn't bounce out the door for every session. But the goal motivated you enough. You could, create, you could paint that picture in your mind. You knew what you were working towards. So when it's hammering it down outside, you're just not up for it. You're not feeling great. You've not slept brilliantly. All these things, you're still able to get out there. And just linking to that, I think something that is is really helpful, I really believe this, is, is understanding and to a degree accept, accepting your own personality. So how do you respond to pressure? I've asked this question before on, on various lives and you know, watching this, that's something to perhaps ask yourself at some point. How do you respond to pressure? Because what is challenging for you? How challenging do you want it to be? So a realistic goal isn't one goal, is it? It's a number of different, mm -hmm. let's use a marathon as an example, and a goal, it might be a time target. Well, it's not just one time that is realistic. There's going to be a range of times that are still challenging, but still realistic. But where do you want to gauge it? Where do you want to pitch it? Because do you really want to achieve 100% or very close to what you're capable of? If you do, then as I often say to Byron, everything matters. Like, like everything matters. Everything's got to be sharpened up. That commitment, you know, because you want to achieve close to 100%, if not 100% of what you're capable of. And there's no right or wrong, I think, here, Joe. The goal is personal. It's your goal. It's not right or wrong. But I think it's really important that you want to achieve it. Do you think, do you think there's some people, Joe, just on that subject, do you think there's some people that potentially, I see this, that set goals and, and, and I question whether they really want that goal or whether it's because they feel, A, they perhaps should have a goal and they don't really have something in their mind at the moment. They feel that, oh, gosh, I've got to have a goal to run which is not true. I don't believe that at all. Or it's something that maybe their club buddies are doing or their friend or somebody they follow on Strava. So they kind of jump on the bandwagon a little bit. And I'm not knocking them. That's not a bad thing. But I think it will come to bite you at some point if you don't truly want that because you'll drop off. Uh, the training will drop off or you won't achieve it. And then you beat yourself up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Or perhaps your wife just signed you up for it on Christmas Day. Without... <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens. I'm um... a joke. Joe, sorry, I've just, I've always got a story about an ex-girlfriend. Don't judge me, but... <laughs> Please don't tell me that was the end of the relationship. Oh, my God. Well, not quite. We hung on, or she hung on, or I hung on for a little bit longer. But basically, um, we were doing Amsterdam Marathon. Well, it was on the same day as the half marathon. I believe it still is. Um, she'd agreed to do the half marathon. I was doing the full marathon. And then guess what? When it got to near the day, surprise, I've upgraded you. Not to the luxury suite in the hotel staying. But to the marathon, you thought you were doing 13.1, you're not. It's just twice the distance. Yeah. 
it didn't go yeah, down. At least, that. I get, at least I gave the poor man six months' notice, not the day before. It's a good That's point. That's why my relationship. Good point, Joe. No, um, I think what you say absolutely, and I think it goes back to what I said. Does it actually make you smile? Now we do all kind of like to moan about the goals we've set ourselves. Oh my God, I've set up a goal. Said I'm doing this, and I've got all this training. But secretly inside, we're smiling and we're laughing about it, and we're excited. And I think that's how you know. You know, we will all moan about our goals, as you say. We will all have days when it's like, sod that goal. I don't really care. I don't want to go outside. It's horrible. I'm not feeling it, and I'm not going to do it. Ultimately, it's still there, that excitement and that, that engagement with the challenge. And so if you don't really feel that, then it's probably not quite the big goal for you. It might be something, you know, it might be that you enjoy it a bit more than you think when you turn up. It obviously depends what it is and the commitment that it takes to do it. But yeah, I think it's got to, it's got to excite you. It's got to make you smile when you think about it. I'll tell you a good question, you know, Joe, actually. And I thought about this just on the walk back from the gym. And I was lost in my thoughts thinking about this slide. And I thought, you know, a good question to ask yourself. So if you've set a goal, you've thought about the time scale and the, how challenging it is and all those things. Now comes the, do you actually want it? How bad do you want it? Are you going to be willing to put the work in? Ask yourself this question. If nobody knew that you achieved that goal, would you still want to do it? Would it still mean something to you on the inside? Or is it for, you know, bragging rights, Strava and whatnot, which is not a bad thing necessarily. But I think if it's really something that's inside you and you want it no matter what, I think you've chosen the right goal. You're certainly on the path to choosing the right goal. I say that about my goal. I mean, I've chased it for as long as I can remember. And I've never been in the shape to really go for it. But it's never gone away. And it doesn't matter how many setbacks, how many times I fall down, how many times I stumble. It, it makes no difference to me. It wouldn't matter if nobody knew about it. I still want to achieve it until the time comes when either A, I don't want to achieve it for whatever reason, it doesn't interest me anymore, or B, I feel it's not realistic, which could happen, obviously, in, in the yeah. long term. So I, I think it's quite key. I think that's a great question, an absolutely brilliant question. And I think that does... It, that helps you tap into that. What's my real inner thoughts and feelings about this goal? Which, but you talking about your, your um, sub three... There's a question I've got down here for you. So, you know, you have had this goal for a long time and you've had a couple of shots at it and for various reasons it's not come off. So how, why is it still your goal and how do you keep that as your goal given those setbacks you've had so far towards achieving it? I'm going to say what so many of my guests say on the podcast. That's a great question. Which basically <laughs> just buys them a little bit of time to think about it. Um, oh Sorry God. to really launch that one. No, brilliant. No, I love it. Live. I, I love it, Joe. I love it. Um, and it's a great question. So why do I still want to achieve it? The goal, so, so the goal has always been there, obviously. And because I still feel it's realistic, I feel it's challenging. I mean, that is, you know, <laughs> cards on the table for me. It is genuinely challenging, but I do feel it's realistic. Therefore, I'm still on track and I'm a bit stubborn as well. Now, you have to be careful with being stubborn because you could do something just for the sake of it and you don't really want it. You know what I mean? So that's not true. I do want it. But there is an element of, and I'm sure you can relate to this, Joe. You know, if we set our mind on something that as long as we still feel it's possible, that's it. We're going for it. Now, there are times, however, and this is really interesting linking to timing that hopefully might provoke people's thinking. Even though I've had this goal for like ever, and I've not, you know, I've attempted it, as you said, twice realistically, because I've felt I've been in the shape to do it. Even though I've 
I've had this goal forever. There's been times where I've, I've worked towards it and it's, the timing hasn't been right. So the classic is 2019 when I stopped because I didn't want it bad enough. I didn't want to be there. The training was, was okay. It wasn't bad. I trained pretty well. But there were so many other things going on. I was distracted. I knew I was distracted. Martina said, you're distracted. You know, I was quite new building uh, the performance community, my coaching, and I was invested in that. So that wasn't the right time for me. And guess what? I just didn't have the drive and the motivation to, when the going get tough, got tough, to work hard. So I, I think I have to be very mindful of that. But to me, it's something, and this, this answers it in a nutshell. For me, it's something that is, I feel is very challenging for me but still realistic. I feel I've got to get so close to that, that point of what I'm actually capable of, that that excites me because it's not a foregone conclusion. And, I, I, and if I really think back, I've been like that in every area of my life, particularly fitness, not necessarily running. So that for me is something that really fires me up. And I think that links back to what I said earlier, which is personality. I respond quite well to that most of the time, you know, if the timing is right, I think. God, yeah. sweating I'm oh, sweating. I felt like I was on the couch. I just want to give you a little pat. <laughs> Thank you. I know. I need a hug as well. A virtual I think, hug, you know. know. It, it is, I think it's very easy to look in from the outside and think people are just successful. And, it, and you know, and success comes easy to them. And, and you know, that's a complete and utter myth. It, it's the social media perfect life and it does not reflect reality. And so, you know, that's why I was asking you, and, and I think you shared that really honestly about, you know, how did it feel not to achieve your goals? And, and believe me, if we had a whole another hour, I could get on the couch and tell you all the goals mm. I didn't achieve. But you come back and you try and you try again or you refine your goal or, you, you know, you, something keep, drives you on. And, and, I, and I always say to people, you have to expect setbacks, you know, it, because otherwise, is your goal really challenging? Sometimes we do. And, and, you know, sometimes we do. It's challenging and yet we still do nail it the first time. And that's amazing. But that is invariably not the way that getting to goals goes for most people i think and, um, and i think I, I think so many people can relate to that joe as well of, of all levels of ability right at the very top you know the, the elite mm -hmm. of the elite again reference, referencing andy jones on the podcast we were asking asking him some great questions and you know he, he didn't have all the answers you, i mean at the end of the day the world's greatest marathon runner that we've ever seen did not achieve his goal of going under two no. hours you know there's a bottom line yes it's two hours and yes it's you know is this realistic well mm -hmm. it is because he did it but he didn't do it on his first attempt. And yet he's got all that wealth of knowledge and, of exper and experience and everybody around him. And, you know, I mean, paces and just the whole thing was set yeah. up for him to do that. And there were still things that they learned from mm. that experience. And that is what I thought was so interesting. For them, it was more nutrition based. It was one of the big things that came out of the breaking two ready for, which helped him in the INEOS 159, no doubt. But I thought that was fascinating. It's not a foregone conclusion. And I guess being aware of that, that, that the greats can have setbacks, I think can help you deal with the setbacks. And we see it all the time in sport, don't we, Joe? You know, boxers or Formula One is a classic one at the moment. You know, Lewis Hamilton just missed out on the world championship under, you know, not the best circumstances. And is he just going to throw the towel in? Probably not. He's probably, he's probably going to give him more fire in his belly once he's over it and, and moving forward. And yes, they're professional athletes and sports people, but you can relate that to your own life and your own goals. So I think a bit embracing setbacks and learnings, I think will really help you. I just want to pick up quickly, very quickly, Joe, on uh, what Phil's mentioned here. Sign up, <laughs> sign up for Race <laughs> to the King, Jake. It's on your doorstep. This is well, interesting because something else that I really think, Joe, is be curious 
and be open to goals. So you, you, like, so, like, you might be watching this going, I'm never going to run a marathon ever. Well, okay, you might not, and that's cool. You might not want to. Cool. But never say never, because something could change, and all of a sudden, you do find yourself doing something that you perhaps thought you wouldn't. You're a good example of that, Joe, with the ultra you've signed up for, which is in the same series, isn't it, as Race to the King? It is, it is. <laughs> and interestingly, Phil, Philip, sir, interestingly, yeah, interestingly, since moving to Winchester, I did look at Race to the King. I, I coached a couple of runners, as you know, for that, worked towards it. And with it being on the doorstep, but it doesn't finish at Winchester Cathedral anymore. Apparently they've changed it. The cathedral don't want them finishing there. So I'm like, oh, I'm not quite well, as excited. I, I've got to be honest, that. actually. I'm slightly worried because mine goes by my house about halfway. I mean, Ooh. that's going to be like a temptation. Do I stop for a cup of tea, the toilet or full stock? <laughs> you've got to get somebody to temporarily change the locks on that day. That's I what said, you've got I to do. I said to somebody, you should join in. It's going by my house. Oh, no, I won't be there, though. <laughs> anyway, that's what um, you've got to do. Talking about the chat as well, the psych, uh, psych 83, how do we differentiate between a challenging goal and one that's realistic and still challenging? It's really, it's not easy, but I guess you'll know as you work towards that goal. I think we can say, it's like everything, there's a spectrum and we can say, that's too easy. You're going to nail that within, you know, without really much extra work or that's miles too hard. But when you get in the middle, where is the right place in the middle to some extent? You just have to set it as a goal and, and try and plan towards it and see. Um, and then you'll know when you do or don't achieve it, how challenging or realistic it was. So Absolutely. I can't, you know, we cannot be really mm. precise about it because mm. that's just the nature of the uncertainty, which is part of the challenge and the excitement of goals in the first place. So yeah. you have to and, be and a little bit yeah, mindful. Psych 83 is actually one of my runners. Simon, I, I can tell oh. you that knowing your, <laughs> knowing your goal as I do, you can absolutely win the Manchester Marathon. I mean, we're, we're all behind you. We, we, it's going to happen. It's absolutely going to happen. But it's you heard it point. here first. <laughs> it's a great point, Joe. It's a great question as well, Simon. And, and it, there's an art to it. And you have to learn from your experience. I think that's the biggest thing. And it isn't right... Go and, go and do this, you will achieve this. It doesn't work like that. But embrace that, embrace that. Be curious and embrace the fact that it's not a foregone conclusion, that actually there are different routes to the goal. So I'll just very quickly, Joe, then I'll hand over to you if there's anything else you want to add to this before I wrap up. But how I'm working and preparing towards my goals this year, by the way, it's not Manchester that I'm aiming at sub three. If I'm in shape, brilliant. But I want to do an autumn marathon this year. I don't know which yet, Valencia maybe, or I don't know yet. I'm not sure, I'm not sure. Maybe I, I'll give you a call, Joe. You can give me some thoughts on which marathon to sign up for. But one thing I really want to do is train smarter, which is a bit cliche, but I want to train less. So I'm not running as much as I perhaps was. I'm just running five, time, five times a week, still a decent amount. But I'm really focusing on the quality of each of those runs and really trying to dial in and listen to the body and make the adjustments almost on the fly. Will it work? I don't know. But, you know, you've got to sometimes just be open to, to learn from your experiences and make those changes. Anything else you want to add, Joe, before I wrap up? I don't I don't think so I think we've covered most of it you know I say I think it's 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 about tapping into logical rational decision making and sheer passion and excitement and enjoyment and we're, finding we're, we're, all, we're, those. we're all rational I mean we're all <laughs> rational people come on yeah, come right. on and, was... uh, and if you can't manage time anymore go for elevation it's marvelous <laughs> There you go, guys. You heard it here first. Joe, it's great to be back on the lives. Are we are we oh, back brilliant. next week? Because I know you had... We're back next week. We yeah. are, yeah. We're not mentioning cool. that horrible C word that destroys lots of plans. But, mm. um, yeah, I was supposed to be warm weather training. But not. Never mind. Here I am. 
chatting away and we've had a good one so it's worth it we have it's going to be a pleasure to chat with you again joe obviously we're on your page running joe 10k if you don't follow joe go and follow us you like being followed so go and do that have a great weekend smash your runs smash your elevation think about your goals and ask yourself the question does it fire you up how bad do you want your goal thanks joe speak to you soon That was Running With Jake, The Quick Hit. Hear the brand new full-length podcast every Wednesday or catch up now by searching Running With Jake, The Podcast.